0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of What Do We Know? Football Edition. We're gonna have the whole crew here. We're gonna be talking about this year's Hall of Fame class and how much we loved watching these guys grow up and retire. Um, if you enjoy the video, like it, subscribe, follow us on all our social media. See y'all soon.
1: And I think he could have added more records to his resume if he would have been oh on a successful... He was on an and 16 team, yeah, man, here.
2: Yeah, he called it. Yeah, he had like three people covering him at a time, and he's coming down to the wall. Dude, goes, that's really good.
3: The- John, I mean, let <laughs> I, I dare you, bro. I <laughs> dare
0: you. You got to do it now. These um, are almost in place, and if you could just get them to click, it's a dynasty waiting to happen. Man. Like He's he's really doing a good job over there. Man. What's with What's up, guys? Here we are. What do we know? Episode three, man. We're gonna be talking about some hall of fame. All right, man. Let's start with Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson is inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's finally. Yeah, Yeah, about time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was showing up my
1: line, man. Uh
3: some Cowboys Gear. But yeah.
1: Yeah, 40 years too late. Way too late. Drew Pearson is
3: that has got three Super Bowl appearances under An his undrafted body. wide receiver as well. Came in a league
2: undrafted.
1: The yeah. original 88.
2: Started like reduced. such a legacy for everyone else that comes behind for that number now.
1: Why do y'all think he gets passed over for so long?
2: I don't know.
3: There were mm-hmm. other receivers, That's like you, said, you know. 40 years, <laughs> he finished
2: his career in 83. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. I got never really made sense to me though.
1: I don't know. I ju- I think but, he's just been like, really looked over because I guess it's
3: finally happened.
1: I guess he doesn't have like um the numbers, so to say, <laughs> like as like other receivers in his time era. Even though he has the rings, but
3: well, like I- when he retired, he was literally the the all-time leader for the Cowboys in receiving yards and touched yeah. and,
2: and receptions and so he like, had a, a year leading the league in receiving yards I mean
1: yeah it's absurd right. that it took this long
0: he put up some serious numbers and I don't I don't have, I don't have an answer for you Josh I, I don't to know why he three different he's super bowls he
3: won a super bowl I there is no answer really I don't know. <laughs> won
1: two super bowls huh I think he won two. Three
2: appearances. I I thought he only won one. One, Yeah, only won one. First team pro three times. Either way. Three three
0: pro bowls.
1: The man is a Hall of Famer. Maybe not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's definitely a Hall of Famer, and it definitely took way too long. He deserved this. This is is hella awesome. It is about time that they put him in
3: there. I'm happy to see it.
1: They need some kind of special shrine, man. Some kind of 88 shrine to him or something. Because Cowboys that are coming behind and getting that number is like, it's a freaking honor to have that number. And it's not because of Michael Urban, it's because of Drew Pearson. Urban was honored to wear it because of him. And Urban got. We we were talking
0: about that when (laughs) Urban.
3: He also, isn't he? He's the one who coined the term Hail Mary, right? On that play.
1: Uh Well, I mean, Roger Staubach oh, like, through yeah, the Blake Hail Mary. Yeah, yeah they coined the term, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, coined the
1: term like for it. it. Yeah. The, he's a game changer.
2: That's cool right there. Yeah. So it's <laughs> nice and fun to
0: see him get in there. Yep. Yeah, he deserves it, definitely. It's not the only receiver we got in there, though.
1: Yeah, well, the other receiver in there is arguably the best the NFL's ever seen.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've, I've... I, I would have to say, he gets so many receivers in the NFL today get compared to him but i don't think any of them touch you got dk metcalf mike evans all these guys that get compared to him
2: but dk metcalf might be the
1: i was gonna say dk metcalf's the only (laughs) one
2: (laughs) dk metcalf is like the uh megatron 2.0 yeah but uh but he hasn't put in the the time yet no not
1: yet he hasn't put in the time yet to really earn that man he's still got potential (laughs) Well, yeah, because I was going to say the only, there's only like two that I could see in my head that I'm like, those are Megatron level guys. And one is Nuke, like DeAndre Hopkins, but he doesn't have the same mass physical aspect that Megatron had. And then you think of Mike Evans, but he doesn't have the same speed and agility that Megatron had.
3: So yeah, DK Metcalf
1: is the only one that's kind of. Got both of them going on, just like Megatron. Correct
0: combination for He's got everything. Whole yeah. Calvin Johnson there, man.
1: Yeah, another lowly lion with a short career. Uh, yeah, man. But still the fastest player to reach ten thousand receiving yards. Uh, set NFL records on most catches in a season, yards in a season, and. I think he could have added more records to his resume if he would have been oh on a successful God, yeah, team. Man. He was on an 0 and sixteen team, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, he, be- he was literally getting a thousand yards almost every season that he played. So he was gonna he was gonna do way more.
2: If he'd have been, yeah. If he'd have been a setup like say like with the coach with Peyton Manning, or like with the Patriots. With oh like, oh Brayden, what? Like, <laughs> I mean anybody
1: like that they would have
2: dirty dude absolutely absurd I I mean can can
1: you imagine Tom Brady having Randy Moss and Megatron oh
2: my god (laughs) the (laughs) The records I'm
1: sorry David Tyree but you lose
2: (laughs) Yeah, every time you lose
0: Dude. dude Helmet catch doesn't matter. He just children.
3: said he, oh, he was getting like 1,000
0: yards every season. He was getting over 1,000 yards every season.
3: Yeah, oh, he was he finished, Detroit's he running with, back,
2: man. He finished oh, yeah, with no. over
0: 11,000 yards in nine seasons.
3: Yeah, but there, there were two Jesus. seasons that he didn't break a 1,000. That's why I said that.
0: Okay, but 1,900 yards in 2012?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> he, he was Detroit's running back. He literally <laughs> was just like – he, instead of the ball being handed to him every play, they were throwing it every single play to him. He Just here, it. here, here.
2: Yeah, he called it, yeah. He had like three people covering him at a time, and he's coming down to the football.
1: anyway. Dude, that's when the Dolphins had uh, that monster of a man, um, uh, Deion Dion Jones, the defensive end that they had drafted from Oregon, that big, big guy. Yeah. And they put him at cornerback on Calvin Johnson because He's the
2: only person who he, actually
1: he was the only yeah he was the only one that <laughs> measured up to his size and speed but yeah he was a defensive end
2: yeah wow. uh, give him <laughs> the credit he did. Do pretty freaking good job that game. I mean, he did <laughs> for a rookie cover,
1: Calvin Johnson, who was a defensive end. Yeah, no, no, yeah. he really didn't do all that, but he did. He did all all he could.
3: He did better, so than, better a cor- than, than a than a regular cornerback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know
2: that that's uh, impressive. You know, one thing that, that yeah, the thing that excites I, me about this year's Hall of Fame inductees is like I thought it was the first one. That we all actually got to watch all these players, yeah. You know? Oh and yeah, man. A lot of them.
1: We got to watch them grow. We got to watch them like play, like. Entire. Yeah, players. when we were kids. When we were kids, we watched this. We watched from the time Calvin Johnson came into the league until the time he left it.
0: Yep. That's well, the, the exception of Drew Pearson. Well. We didn't watch. Yeah, oh, yeah, but we but, no, I mean, there was a Drew couple was seen, others that we did, but we watched
1: We watched
2: Harrison's film. Right, I was about to say. <laughs> 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 yeah, but well, I, I mean,
1: up and
0: watching all the old tapes of everybody, uh, you know, Dad had all the freaking what? had yeah, the VHSs of all the Super Bowl from you know years past.
2: Yeah, like every Super I remember Bowl sitting and watching was. all those. Yeah, that was fun.
1: It is good stuff to go back and watch the old school, man. But I, I, I feel like what Matt's saying. I think, like, this is a real true class. I mean, Peyton Manning is one of the best, the, the arguably the best ever. I mean, he holds the record for the most touchdown passes in a season. And we've got Megatron, who is just like I'm, I'm these guys are, are like gods that have graced the football field before. And... Uh, the other ones in that time era is yeah, dude. John Lynch, man, is another one in that era, and John Lynch is somebody who yeah could be inducted into the Hall of Fame twice. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Bruh, can you imagine that. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine after he's done doing what he's been doing to the Niners team, which has been – he's done nothing but good things for them. They've had rough years because of injury, but the Niners were in the dumps until John Lynch took over. So not only is he – what is it, a nine-time Pro Bowl safety, like something crazy, and then becomes a GM, and he's one of the best GMs the NFL has right now. He is such a fantastic GM. He can give I, him
2: some Super Bowls.
1: I yeah, he really can. I think he can. I think the Niners are gonna go, do good things right now, like man. Yeah,
3: they've be been gambit. slowly but surely building up, man. And he's I, I want to see two heads. All to man. do with it.
1: And like what happens? Like th- that man could become the most legendary person in the league to, if he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame twice—once as a player and then again as a GM.
3: Yeah, man, I wish I'd have gotten to watch him more. He was right before my time, really.
1: Yeah, I got to see the end of him, but man, you talking about a dude like to hit. Man, like that. (laughs) 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 I'm sure, like John Lynch has got to be like the scariest GM ever, right? Yeah,
3: but you probably watched him more on the Broncos, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, mostly on the Broncos is where I got to see John Lynch, dude. I feel like. I feel like if he told me to do something, like if you're a player in negotiations, he's going to like bring that up in your contract. Okay, that's cool. I'll give you that bonus if you'll go head-to-head with me. Let me crack you. <laughs> yeah. Let me crack you. Let's see if you can handle this old man. I mean, what? He's pushing 50? Like, I mean, uh, I wouldn't want to hit John Lynch, man. No, <laughs> I, think he's, I think I
3: he's crack crack like about it. to turn 50
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i'd lose
1: i'd take a crack at it <laughs> you take a crack at it be like uh like,
0: just to say just to say yeah i went to hit, hit the head with John lynch yeah, yeah he could
1: it yeah, could be like scar from <laughs> like uh like that fan that used to follow uh aj hawk around and ask him to oh, just yeah. wreck him in public like hey hit me as hard as you can just wreck me that's matt Matt would see John Lynch. He's like, I think I could do it. I want to take a look from John Lynch. I'd John, be a legend if I did.
3: John, but, John, let me hit you. Let's go. <laughs> I I <laughs> dare you, bro. I dare. <laughs> you gotta do it now,
1: um, Mr. Lynch. If you wind up listening to this video, I will pay you like
3: ten bucks. A
1: hundred. I'll give him a hundred dollars to hit Matt EV, as no hard as way.
0: he can. Yeah.
1: no. What it is is it's about pride, Matt. You think he's gonna let some, some little, some little web camera call him out? Come on, Matt. He's coming for pride, and you know, a hundred bucks. It's like,
3: yeah, I'm gonna send this to him. Yeah,
1: a hundred bucks isn't nothing to sneeze at.
3: No, I agree. If it, if. Also, I would love to see Matt just get
2: absolutely destroyed by John Lynch. I'm pretty sure it, we like could get that video by my is. life. If John Lynch went into the Hall of Fame though, twice as a as a GM and a player, which one do y'all think would be more like impressive impre- impressive, like his GM career or like his that one? Career?
1: I think him being a GM is actually more impressive.
2: I think it would be just because to me, for him to get in as a Hall of Fame or GM, he'd Probably need to come across a couple Super Bowls, and if he can beat yeah. forty nine and yeah. a Super Bowls, they'll get on a roll, man. Because they're so close, if they can so close all the time. Stay Garoppolo at the helm. It's like, like I was
0: geez. trying to say earlier: the team that he's building right now in San Francisco, it's like all the pieces are almost in place, and if he could just give them the click, it's a dynasty waiting to happen, man. Like he's he's really doing a good job over there. And What's the,
1: with and poor? Remember, Poor Shanahan and and he goes over there. John Lynch is trying to do everything he can for him, except Shanahan's quarterbacks have been Matt Ryan and then <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. But you watch the offense and know the man's a genius, just doesn't have the right person in charge of it. It's upsetting, kinda. It's, it's like, upsetting.
3: It's sad to watch something that could be so good just kind of fail every once in a while. It's like hmm. <laughs>
1: Something yeah. that could be so good, but it's not. Not yet. But John Lynch could make it good, and then he's got two gold jackets, man. He can, he could get one dirty if he feels like it.
2: <laughs> he could double wear them. No one's ever done that before, right?
1: <laughs> I don't believe so. I don't think anyone's ever been and inducted twice.
2: I was about to say, Not that I know of. Or yeah, no, of I, I, I haven't guess. heard of it.
1: Most great coaches were like just – players not even a big named player john madden was a player but nobody would really even know that john madden was a player
2: yeah. but he's a f-
1: fantastic coach and a fantastic commentator
2: i don't know why that man didn't make himself like a nine and nine everything and put himself on every single madden <laughs> put himself <laughs> in the game hidden free agent guy you know
3: yeah that
2: would be
0: actually awesome. They just auto-generate him into the undrafted portion of the draft? <laughs> Boom. <Yeah>. I, if, <laughs> yeah, they, if
1: they did that, I want them to perfect his bodybuild.
2: Oh, like, <laughs> I want, want it.
1: John You're Madden a like...
2: Boy. Give me that big
0: boy.
1: You want, I want John uh, yeah. right
0: now, or you want John Madden in his prime?
1: No, right no, no. Right I want him now. now. I want right now. Yeah. I want...
3: I want John Madden right now.
1: I want John Goodman Madden. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my Oh. Lord. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, moving on. Josh,
0: you're talking about uh, painting Manning.
1: Mm-hmm. We we talk mm-hmm. about Peyton something, man. Peyton well, is, Peyton, we is really no, about we Peyton. you're not right. We talk, about
2: Peyton. We
1: talk about Peyton Manning, Manning. Manning the whole time, man. Yeah, you're right. We could talk this about Peyton, your, Manning like, the whole players, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is the greatest. You know. There he is. He's hanging on my wall back there. Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah. You can't see it. He's up. Uh, he's yeah, right so, there. He's so right so there. So there. So there he is. Yeah. It's right there. A
3: little oh, sign no, I, the see of him. I see
0: it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I first, yeah, yeah. first man to ever win Super Bowls on two different teams.
0: Sorry, Brady.
1: It's so, sorry, Tom. Also, you still have not beaten his passing touchdowns in a season record or his passing touchdowns in a game record.
0: Man, that's so hard to believe.
1: Bro, when you throw Brady, six is, touchdowns uh, in a game and 55 in a season, Patrick Mahomes isn't even on that level.
3: Manning in his prime man. not yet uh, Manning Not in his yet. prime was <laughs> yeah.
1: Manning was something else dude he was impressive like
3: he could just carry an entire team and
2: nobody's. It, it amazes me like, though that, that he doesn't have more rings like to think that somebody that good I always, always had a solid team not like a great team I always had a solid team just like
1: he did go – he went a good bit, though, what, five, yeah. six times? He went to three on the Colts and then two on the Broncos. Yeah. So he's lost three and won two. But, I mean, I I will agree with you. It, it's it's amazing that he doesn't have more rings. The, the man, he he has thrown touchdown passes to more – receivers in the nfl than anyone else in history they there's actually a list you can go look at and it shows like there's i mean i think there's over a hundred guys on there not even just wide receivers but tight ends and and fullbacks and running backs even some offensive linemen that are on this list of like this is who's caught the most passes from peyton manning all the way down the list till this is who's caught the least from peyton manning and you have any idea how, like, how much of an honor it would be to be on that list?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Holy
1: hell, man.
2: Yeah, I'd be honored to be on any NFL list. But
1: to be someone that caught a touchdown pass from Peyton Manning, you have that football. You yeah. have it. You caught that touchdown pass from Peyton Manning, and Peyton was like... Hey, you give me that football, and you just start crying because you know you have to give it to him because it's Peyton Manning. But you want it because you caught one from him, <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> like, it's mine. It it's all I mine. It to him. Be, you got enough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get one later. You're going to throw another third-round pass. Yeah, a if, I found this yeah, one in right. the end zone, finders keepers.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you didn't want it anymore. You <laughs> threw it out of your hands. And, and I and I want it. it. So I just got, I got it. It's mine now. <laughs> Everything
3: worked out the best for me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> My ball. You tell him that with a wink and a gun. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta yeah, got he it. Such a stud. Like on and off the field that it, just listening to that man talk is mesmerizing. What a voice he's got. little nice accent you know, (laughs) hypnotizes you. You're like,
1: wow. (laughs) I like how you did hypnotizes you. I was like, I thought you you were talking about his forehead. You were like, whoa.
2: Pat McAfee can say some stuff about that, you know, hypnotizing. He's a magician. Dude is magical. (laughs) You
0: hear that, Pat? We're we're promoting your podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would help. It Please is true. Peyton off.
1: Manning has he has a uh, Peyton Manning has talked himself into having nothing but money for the rest of his life.
2: Oh yeah, no, he said it is like
1: I get free stuff. We're cool not from
2: everywhere. But he basically took over Papa John's now.
3: Ah, he yeah, he took over Papa John's.
1: I think that's why he doesn't commentate.
3: Papa John, you
0: know. Probably is man. He has so many sponsorships.
1: Why would he commentate? He doesn't need. He doesn't need to have any kind of money coming in because he has so much money coming in. Why would he have to go to work somewhere? No. Like, he's just chilling now.
3: He's just gotta once every three months go make a new commercial. You know, Nathan White is on his side. He's
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I could get free insurance, I would right
1: that's probably the best one right there like I don't need the pizza I don't need the beer give me the free insurance and we're alright I mean I like the pizza I like the beer but if I have to pick one of the three it's insurance yeah, all yeah. the way around
3: <laughs> man I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> free pizza and beer I might save more You spend more on pizza and beer than you do on insurance? No, no, no. I mean,
1: that's actually very fair. Yeah,
0: that's a fair point. Probably so.
2: Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have to do some math. I only have one vehicle. I I don't pay that much. (laughs) 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 No,
0: man. It it amazes me to think. Does Eli have more Super Bowls than Peyton? No,
2: yeah,
1: they're tied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Both got
0: two. Yeah. Two twos. He did until Peyton won with the Broncos. That's yep. what it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Actually, actually, Eli, 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 Eli.
0: The Brady killer.
1: Eli is. He is the. Eli's the goat killer. Eli's the wolf. That's what we're gonna call Eli from now on. It's kryptonite, he's the,
0: baby. He's hunting the goat. Yeah, Brady's kryptonite.
1: Eli's hunting the goat. Eli should have come out of retirement just to play the Buccaneers last season.
0: I, I just, I think Eli... Oh, can you imagine so the Chiefs put, like, benching Patrick Mahomes for Eli Manning?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I say the Giants just bring him off the bench, let him beat Brady during the regular season, then he can retire again.
3: Every yeah, year? For Patrick Mahomes. And, and, uh,
1: once a year. So <laughs> Brady, Until Brady retires.
2: Manning. Yeah, if they could they ever get back to Super Bowl against Brady... <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, right, but the Bucks played him in the regular season.
2: That doesn't
0: do
1: him any good. Yeah, but it would be funny it's just to just watch Eli beat games. him. He doesn't beat Eli. Eli just James beats Jones him all the time. Down.
3: Yeah, but that's really funny to
0: watch. <laughs> it is funny to watch. Dude, it's it's so, like,
1: heartbreaking, game. man. It is not that funny to watch. Oh, I felt so, so bad fine. for the dude.
0: What,
2: he still had an
0: oh, 80-yard run. run like, he had he's an 80-yard run, it. and he makes millions of dollars a year, though, so it's funny to watch.
3: Yeah, it's very funny to
0: watch. <laughs> to watch somebody who does that
3: as a profession screw up, yeah, it's on a big stage, yeah, it's funny to watch.
2: You don't see that too often. <laughs> you would be crushed. Yeah, speaking of goat killers and Brady, what about Charles Woodson? Yeah. Hey. Brady killed hey. that goat, right?
1: Well, no, the Tucker will killed that goat.
2: Yeah. It was was Brady. It's the reason Brady blew up. It's Mm. the reason Charles didn't have just that one extra Super Bowl. I
3: love Charles Woodson. Um, Charles Woodson is the first and only person to ever win the Heisman in college.
1: As a defender. As a defender. Yeah. (laughs) Which is... (laughs) Charles (laughs) Charles <laughs> oh, Woodson, first and only person ever to win the Heisman. I
3: didn't say as a defender. Sorry, Derek Henry and I all you guys. Ever a bitch. That is
1: upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> He's the um, first and only defender to ever win the
0: Heisman. Yes.
1: Charles is, Woodson is correct. the... Because of that reason, Charles Woodson is arguably to say the best defensive player we've ever seen.
3: I mean, he was just a lockdown mixed with a run stuffer. Well, the, the,
1: the amount of different me. positions he played, yeah, yeah. Like, he played every position in the defensive backfield. He returned punts and kicks, too. The man is ridiculous. Didn't he? he they put him at receiver a couple times as well, I think, early yeah, in his career. he
3: did. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. I mean, he played, like... Did he play twenty seasons? I know he was close.
2: Eighteen seasons.
3: 18? Eighteen
0: seasons. Yeah, Dude,
1: like that's a that's a lot. That's a I
0: lot. Oh. Doing that much on the field. Yeah, yeah you
1: know, he he was very a uh, Deion Sanders type of player back there, man. He was so electric to win to win a Heisman as a defensive player. He... I mean,
0: his his stats are all over the place.
1: Oh yeah, because he's the golden boy. He's the best there ever was.
2: He's <laughs> a first player
0: in NFL history with 50 career interceptions and 20 sacks and 33 forced fumbles and
2: recovered 18 of them. Recovered 18 Wait, of 33 forced fumbles.
0: 33 forced fumbles recovered 18 of them. Yeah, he
3: recovered. He recovered half. Sacks. Wait, did he recover Over half of his own fumbles,
0: or did he recover
1: 18 <laughs> that, That's That's a fantastic <laughs> that's a, that question. That I don't know.
0: It gave. says forced 33 fumbles and recovered 18. I could go so hey, I don't think, okay? We
2: need more specifics.
0: I don't think
1: I don't that... i
2: for this, man. Like, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> the, the, I can't talk and research at the same time. Stuck guy, Stuck
1: guy. <laughs> ben looks like Jason Garrett's towel boy.
0: Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, well, dude, the towel That's boys make like fucking $70,000 a year. I was about to say. So, man if I was a towel boy in the NFL, I would
1: not be doing a podcast. For you three, man. He's like, "Well, whatever whatever Jason Garrett needs a towel for, I'll give him one. It's good."
2: Not oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: For $70,000 a year to give Jason Garrett towels, you'll give him a towel for whatever he needs one for. The I-,
2: I guess man. that's true. That's true. He'll probably throw you a little extra gold every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I get tip. What did you just say? Extra. <laughs> A little
1: extra the gold. man, the man is the offensive coordinator for the Giants, and his quarterback fell down <laughs> like a tip. <laughs> <laughs> no extra gold, like oh,
2: you no, know, no. Everyone knows his quarterback fell now. We've talked about that like all, yeah, a couple of times.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh,
0: where
2: you
3: got
0: gold from?
3: I just,
1: yeah, I got lost that.
0: Money,
2: bro. What
1: money, I understand what he's talking about. I can to get, I get,
2: I get, Let get that. off that get subject that. so we can cut this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, <will> stay <laughs> this, <will> stay <laughs> this is staying in. We're not cutting this. No, <laughs> <laughs> People are going to hear the gold. I'm too obfuscated to for to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I, I cut. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> Don't forget. I want to
0: go back controls, okay. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't I don't see if he recovered eighteen of his own fumbles, but he recovered eighteen. He forced thirty three. He had fifty interceptions. well, he had sixty-three interceptions.
1: Okay, that's wild. And but 60 I sixty
0: sack, uh, twenty sacks. 60
1: oh, sacks, I was like, dude, he had sixty sacks as a cornerback. That's out of this world. I'm
0: looking I
3: at like, too many sixty five interceptions, touchdowns. twenty sacks,
0: thirty three fumbles, and eighteen recovers.
1: I think... I highly doubt that that man recovered 18 of his own 33 fumbles.
0: I don't know. You watch him hit, man. He didn't... It's not like he just wrapped up and went down. He laid... I mean... He laid the heat on some people.
1: Well, I mean... He's gonna pick it up and run. The only person that's still... The only person that's still playing right now to even come close to comparing to Charles Woodson is Tyron Matthew. And
0: was also the the only other defensive player to come close to winning the Heisman.
1: Oh, or, all right. Close. Chase Young almost yeah, won yeah. that Heisman. And Brian Boz
2: almost won that Heisman. Tyre yes. <laughs> Matthews should have won that. Matthews won the Heisman, yes.
1: He should have won the Heisman. Stressed. That is true. Sure. He did deserve it. But, I mean, Charles Woodson is still the GOAT, man. He is the defensive GOAT. I don't think that there is a better defensive player out there than him. As, as wide of a range as that is to say, I really think that he proved to us that I'm the defensive goat.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, uh, I agree there. Uh, I do too. Well, the only argument would be Ray Lewis. Mm. And that's because, I mean, Ray Lewis It's Ray was Lewis. terrifying to everybody. Ray Lewis in is the definitely league.
0: one of my favorite ones to watch.
1: Right, but. Think about the progression that Charles Woodson kept throughout his career, the numbers that he kept putting up throughout his career, even though you're someone like a cornerback who is limited to half the field. Uh, Darrell Revis started his career fantastic. He's probably the best cornerback ever to do it besides Charles Woodson. you know. But Revis' career started so good that just like Richard Sherman, Jalen Ramsey right now, Everybody quits throwing over there, so you kind of quit hearing about that guy because they're yeah. scared of him. You never quit hearing about Charles Woodson. It's
3: because they put him everywhere. It's because They put, put him
1: everywhere. Because he played in the slot. He played strong safety. He played free <laughs> safety. They put him in the box if they felt like it. He was everywhere, man, even though he was technically a cornerback. And his progression never slowed down and never stopped, even when he was getting older in years. I was watching thirty-five-year-old Charles Woodson run touchdowns back, and I'm yeah. like, "That is insane! That this dude is 10, 12 years older than some of these guys, and he's still just tearing them up in an athletic position. Not even a, like, you know, you're not you're not a quarterback where you it's impressive as hell that you can do that, but teams are trying to protect you." You're a defensive back. You're one of the smallest guys out there putting your nose in with some of the biggest guys out there. You're you're 10 years older than him, and you're still bringing it on him. The man is a legend.
0: You couldn't game plan for
3: him. He never stopped. (laughs)
1: Legend. (laughs) Dare. Huge Charles Woodson fan, man. I'm big time on that one right oh, there. He,
2: he inflicted so much pain and brought so much more to that defense, dude. Like, brought so much energy to the game.
3: Yeah.
2: Hey.
1: Back.
3: <laughs> Hello. We are back.
1: Well, oh, man. Dude, we are back. What a scream. <laughs> 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 Over the
2: week, number three.
1: Yeah. Let's get in, into Bill Nunn here, man. This is a Hall of Famer that a lot of people probably don't really know about. But... I
2: don't know much about him at We're gonna be oh, honest. I, I don't we know much decided to this, this subject. Take it into this, it's actually it's actually a pretty cool.
0: Stuff. Actually, a
1: very big deal, man. Somebody that spent, what was Gabe saying 47 years, right?
2: 47 years.
1: 47 years, man, on one organization as a scout behind the scenes running the show. The amount of yeah. Hall of Famers that that man must have brought into the Steelers Oh yeah, is wild, dude. And
3: also, like, somebody with that dedication. That's somebody who just loves the game of football, you know? Stays oh, for, in
2: it for that long in his life. Such a great organization, too, to be around for that long. Like, the things he got to experience, the players he got to meet, the coaches he got to meet and work with, like... I bet that was a, just, he got to be a part of. That dude had life.
1: <laughs> I mean, he was definitely there whenever they were inventing the three-four defense that the Steelers run. You know, this iconic yeah. defense of putting these outside linebackers that are like defensive and pass rushers, James Harrison type of man out there. Then, like, you have to be someone in charge of finding talent to handle those positions. It's That's a- just like a new wild idea.
0: It says a lot, too, for any organization to keep you around that
3: long. Yeah.
1: I mean – Yeah, that's true. I mean, to job. keep you around that long, what Gabe – he said he passed in 2014. Yeah. Like, he passed away. He, you, you mean that man would have stayed on that team. They would have had that man on that team longer than that.
2: He literally stayed to his deathbed.
1: Like <laughs> – He gave his life to that team. the the stories that that dude could probably tell if you were to sit down and talk to him, man, about, I don't know, you got Terry Bradshaw and Lynn Swan and John Stallworth. He was there for that time era and part of that organization for that time era.
3: I mean, honestly, the- think about it. He got picked up in uh, 68 for the Steelers, and the 70s was their dynasty. The 70s <laughs> was their dynasty. That was <laughs> like a- he came in and just started telling them who to pick up, <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah. Dude, uh, he was
0: the director of player personnel and a, a senior scout. Like, yeah. he's the one that brought in those players to build that dynasty. Yep.
1: So Swan, like
0: Jack Lambert. Like you said John Stallworth.
1: Yeah, John Stallworth like, and Lynn Swan, man. Uh, that's... Terry honestly, Bradshaw. it's nuts. Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, the amount of Steelers that the dude is probably... What Rod Woodson would be another one, yeah, well, see, Mel Blunt, and, yeah. Mel Blunt, yeah. Mel Blunt, man, all the way through like that Mel dynasty Bettis. there from the seventies. Yeah, as I said, then you get to the nineties when the Steelers are starting to come back to the thing. Like, I i want to Jer- Jerome Bettis. I'd I want to. I'd want to. The man. I would want to know like where did you, where did you find him? Is uh, James Harrison? <laughs> oh geez that's just terrifying i uh, i honestly hate seeing his workout videos on yeah. on social media
3: Everybody's the most loyal person in the world
1: but this man had <laughs> to do with all of that this yeah. man brought all of those in those are tons and tons and tons of hall of famers that we just talked about and now he's in the hall of fame that's like that's the difference of the glory right there like players a players honestly get upset if they don't become first ballot hall of famers and they feel like they were but like you those guys are nothing without someone behind the scenes finding them and taking the role to step yep. back
3: recognizing was, the talent
1: step back yeah he stepped back and let and they all become hall of famers before him even though he's somebody that recognizes their talent and he has to wait Not only like wait till seven years since he's not with the organization anymore, but spend 50 years on the organization before he even gets to be recognized for that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's insane, man. You're not going to see another scout with that talent finding ability again. Like, not like that.
1: No, not like that, man. To bring players like that into the Steelers, you got uh, what, one of the Hall of Famers that are in the class right now is he brought in. And uh, Finneka is somebody that yeah, Alan, Alan, Finneka, yeah, talks, yeah, Alan he Finneka talks about. They, they interviewed him. And all I can think is what we're saying right now, like that Bettis, like Finica like, I want to be in the Hall of Fame with Bettis. That's that's my boy. And they're like, who else? And he's like, Troy Polamalu. That's also my boy. And... He's in the Hall of Fame with somebody that brought those players into it. He got to make those kind of relationships with those players and all be Hall of Famers, win Super Bowls together, and all get to be in the Hall of Fame. Can you imagine what that's like, man, to be like, to be Finneker right now, entering the Hall of Fame, and like, two of your buddies are in the Hall of Fame already, and you're like, man, this is...
3: About time. Hey. Surreal,
0: man.
1: Surreal to join your friends in the Hall of Fame, dude.
0: And I'm going to be curious to, like, hear what Finnica has to say, like, during his his induction speech about building. Yeah. Because he's, he's, like, yeah, he's, he's passed away. Yeah, because he's passed away. away. And it, I feel like Finnica's almost going to have to speak for him or, like, feel, feel the need to speak for him.
1: That's an interesting take man. I really think that he should now that you're saying that that really would be cool to hear what he has to say about someone like that because I feel you're right
0: He's talking about how awesome it is for Finneka to to be able to be inducted into the Hall of Fame with all his boys that he they went won Super Bowls together but he's being inducted in the same class as the guy that brought them all to you know to yeah. get, brought them all together so I, I feel like you know he's passed away. And I want to hear Finneka's speech. I want to hear if he actually brings him into it,
2: you know? So especially being like me, somebody doesn't know much about that guy too. But like now knowing who he is and knowing of what what he was around for and what he brought in, I would love to hear Finneka give a good story or two about him. Just well, so I can know me, a little more and get a more personal inside. feeling, yeah. you know?
0: It makes me curious, like, to hear more about other people like other behind the scenes you know workers around the nfl
1: it's a big deal man the nfl makes a big deal about that every single time i I, that's one thing that i do give them credit for is every time like you they they have these workers that stay in these organizations not just like team organizations but like the industry organization as well, like of the NFL, all the filming, everything that we get to see and experience for, at these stadiums and, and their sound guys and uh, camera guys and directors and editors, all of these people, they, they recognize them fairly often, in my opinion, whenever yeah, I'm watching I games.
0: But I, it all yeah, just kind of goes over your head.
1: Yeah, right. definitely. You definitely it goes over but your head.
3: I'm sure it's nice for mm-hmm. those people at least to n- know that you're being recognized for what you're doing. Yeah,
0: well, when you think uh, about the, you like okay, Houston's, uh, I forget his his name was Bill O'Brien. Brian. No, no, not Bill. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> the, the other guy they fired. Uh, he was their equipment manager, and that was a big deal because they fired their equipment manager, and every single player, like, it, was, it would cause more drama with a. Uh, Deshaun Watson because they the players loved that equipment manager so much when they fired him, they're like, well, we don't want to play for you anymore. Like, why are you going to fire our equipment manager like that? So yeah. when you think about these players, these guys that are behind the scenes that are building relationships with the players that you don't know anything about, like, as a professional athlete, as a high school athlete, like, I didn't care. I put my own helmet on. But as a professional athlete, you have this guy that knows exactly how you like your chin strap adjusted and and your your pad height and how snug you want your pads and, and you know like every little thing set up for you and ready to go come game time so all you have to do is focus on the game. That's You're old. Think.
1: You played football when it was jank.
0: <laughs>
1: I appreciate the people that knew how to how to how I like my pads and how I like my water. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that that was me when you were playing. And my pickle
1: juice.
0: Me and the rest of the coaches were handling
1: that. No, oh, I don't know. Miss Jackie had a full blown list to take care of me, but I see where you're coming from. If 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 the team I played for would have got yes. rid of my Miss Jackie, I'd have been like, I don't want to play for you no more. Miss Jackie hooks me up. Get out of so, here, like she makes sure I'm ready for the game.
0: That's what I'm saying. As important as these people are to the players, I want to hear what Tenika has to say.
1: That's yeah. a good point, man. I think that would actually be really, really awesome. I'm very curious to watch these Hall of Fame inductions and in their speeches, man. It's it's a good class. It's a good class, man. It's, gonna it's gonna really a really good class. Very we,
2: exciting
1: class. Me. It's a very exciting class. We're talking like exactly what you said, Matt. These are like, these are real super. These are our real life superstars that we grew up watching and we're seeing our superstars go into the Hall of Fame, man. Like, it's such a class. I get to see Peyton Manning go to the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like Peyton Manning, I was like four when he went to the NFL. <laughs> and and ten by the time I started playing Madden and was like, man, the Colts are good because the number 18 on there is good. And so I just got into got into it with Peyton Manning and now like here he is. Like going into the oh, Hall of Fame. Man. I never get to watch him play football again. <laughs>
3: You hear that, Josh? We said that at the same time.
1: What? Going into the Hall of Fame?
3: Yep, pretty wild.
1: That's very wild, man. <laughs> like we're
3: brothers or something.
1: Something like that. Connection. If we share a connection, dude. Yeah, nobody would ever be able to tell that we're brothers by looking at Not us. Not as much but as me
3: Eilish. But yes.
1: if if you're listening to this um, instead of watching it, me and Gabe look nothing like. He's quite hideous, and I'm quite beautiful. Um,
0: You know, but one day we say that as brothers because we all think we look different, but everybody I meet is like, your parents are coffee machines. And I just there's
3: eight of us bro yeah and in the seventh time it's true we out. do have right. right
1: our uh, our father goes right into the hall of fame alongside philip rivers
0: <laughs> <laughs> With that pop style they're in the same class
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
2: All right. Um, so uh, we're yeah. still talking about finica right
3: well, yeah, let's hop on, Finneka, because this guy I, – I love big men getting some recognition. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the best, you know? There's I mean, without them, with,
0: without them what, really, how do the quarterbacks actually get into the Hall of Fame, yeah. right? Nobody gets into the Hall of
1: Fame without them, and besides defensive linemen. Those are the only people that go to Hall of Fame without <laughs> offensive linemen.
3: <laughs> I mean, this guy played 13 seasons, most of them with the Steelers. Right, 10 of them with the Steelers, yeah, uh something like that.
1: When you say and the bus, you mean Jerome Bennett and not Big Ben, right? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he missed one game his entire career over 13 seasons.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. So that is impressive. What is he? A six time pro bowler, huh? I think he's six time pro bowler. Uh, hey.
3: yeah. Yes. So No, nine.
1: Nine time. Dang. Nine-time Pro Bowler. Nine out of
3: 13 seasons.
1: Well, then, this is what I, where I I don't – this is where I get upset again. We're going to
2: – All Pro the, six times.
1: The man is a nine-time Pro Bowler, misses one game in 13 years, plays 10 seasons on the same team, wins the Super Bowl, and he's a big man, and they don't get any recognition because that dude is first ballot.
2: Not only nine-time Pro Bowler, but nine-time consecutive Pro Bowler. Yeah. It means once he started, he didn't stop.
1: So, oh, man. Okay, seven years isn't that bad, but the fact that he's not the first ballot with stats like that is only because he's an offensive lineman. I don't
2: know, man. He's one of the best run blocking guards. Uh, Which hurts.
1: It, it really does hurt.
2: They don't get enough. It's like uh, the last episode we talked about with the pouncies. You know, you may not see oh. both of them in there. And they deserve it. You may well, not
0: see maybe
3: either
2: not one that.
3: in there. But, you
1: know, that's true. Ah, oh, dude. I mean, I
3: think Marquise is gonna get Marquise in, has
1: got to go. He's gonna join Finneka and as as a as a Steelers, Steelers great as man. a Steelers great O lineman. He's got to.
0: Marquise never won a Super Bowl with the Steelers.
2: But I
1: mean, you know he who was he was would, brought in by? Marquis got there. As yeah, <laughs> he was. He was. He was brought in by Bill Nunn, man. Yes, sir. When, and you, hey, you said Marquis got in there the year after they won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Right. And Finneka's last season was the year they won the Super Bowl.
0: Right. That's so they, they never
1: even got to be teammates. That sucks. Mm. Well, Finneka's last season—they
0: know so close—was okay. with the Jets, though. He was with the Jets from 2008 to 2009. So Finnegan's last season with with Pittsburgh was 2007. 2007,
1: exactly. That was when they won the Super Bowl. No,
0: they won it in, two, in
1: 2009. Didn't I say that in the last episode? Yes. When did no. he win? They won it yep. in 2009. Oh, jeez, Yeah, Finnegan I'm all won the
2: Super Bowl with Jerome Bettis, bro.
1: He won the Super Bowl with Jerome Bettis. You're right. 2007 it, was. Sir. 2007 was Pete Manning.
2: <laughs> and then eight
1: was Eli Manning. We have back to back Mannings, man. And then and then we had those Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Are there you, any
3: brothers in the Hall of Fame already?
1: You strided me, man. Are there any there brothers, are there brothers in,
3: the Hall, in the Hall of Fame?
1: there's yeah. gotta be. Wait.
3: Manning brothers will be.
1: Many brothers right, will well, that's be. That's what right. I'm
3: thinking about. But is there any? Already? What about what about, the what about?
1: Okay, I was about to say. What about Rondé. the barbers? What about Tiki and Rondé Barber? Did they?
2: Did they? Did they go yet? They are both have. In? Are they gonna? Or go has in? either
1: of them gotten in yet?
2: That's what I'm saying. Are are they gonna? I'm pretty sure they got to be in
1: there. Uh <laughs> Rondé Barber definitely belongs in the Hall of Fame.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm. Right. I'm pretty sure Rondé Barber's in the Hall of Fame. That is
1: a clear-cut <laughs> choice.
2: Do some Google and Rico Suave.
1: That is a clear cut choice. I don't know if Tiki's gonna get that Hall of Famer, but there has to be brothers in the Hall of Fame, right? you like we're talking about the pouncy who are both babies,
2: there, huh? couple good, I mean the Bassies have been playing since like their grandfather.
3: Oh, and all wow! And their cousins play,
2: and like there's so Thanks. much to them.
3: All right, so listen to this. Rondé Barber was actually one of the finalists. Nominations, the yeah, he was a
1: finalist, Ducky, yes,
3: and didn't get in.
1: How do they not put that man on the first ballot? I
3: don't know. There's no way Tiki's in if Rondé Tiki's
1: not in. in. It, it, not well, I mean, Tiki too. retired earlier than him, but Rondé had such a more decorated oh, career.
2: Yeah, Rondé was better. Yeah. he deserves it more.
3: I well, yeah, of course.
2: But, uh,
1: got, looking to see if we got brothers in there. Mm. He, no, he did it. He's
2: it. just looking to see if there Tiki or something. No, I was looking to see if there were any brothers. Okay. Never Benito. mind. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, uh, what about Tom Flores, though? That's the last one we got that's going in. Uh, he's been nominated. Tom
3: Flores is... Uh, Tom Flores is a, is a great coach, and Tom Flores knew how to win mostly in the playoffs. If Tom Flores got his team to the playoffs, Tom Flores was doing well in the playoffs.
1: Dude, I mean, he did have a fantastic team around him to coach, but I think it's the amount of time that he spent in the Ra- Raiders organization before he was the head coach that really just prepared him to do what he did yeah. once he was. He's a yeah, part of yeah. three Super Bowls, man.
2: Well, he, I he about say one before he was a head coach and two after.
1: Yeah, did like, he win
2: all three of them?
1: Or- yes. Yeah. <laughs> he won three Super Bowls with the Raiders, which is
2: that's insane.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's that's what Gruden's trying to do. <laughs> you know, that's what everybody's trying to do. You want to you want to strive to be that. I mean, like Bill Belichick. You know, it, it's just Flores putting multiple Super Bowls under his belt. If you're a coach and you can win not one but two and then technically have three under your belt because you're a positional coach, you're a king, man. Like
3: Somebody that definitely needs to be thrown into the Hall of Fame as one of the greatest coaches out there. Because, I mean... The yeah, Raiders were scary, had, man. He really, on that Super Bowl team, he only had, like, what, two Hall of Famers total? Uh, like There wasn't too much going on. I know he had Ted Hendricks on the defensive side of the ball who, I mean... Well, the running
1: back was Marcus Allen, yes?
3: No, 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 no. That was Kenny King that year in 90. Really? Yeah.
1: Geez, because I remember Marcus Allen was terrifying. I mean, by the time he got to the Raiders, he was getting, getting past, but still, like...
3: Now, it didn't really matter who the running back was because they had Gene Upshaw blocking for them. So, not, you're going to run well. I
1: know that.
3: Follow his <laughs> butt. Yeah, exactly. Go straight off of that, man.
1: Dude, I don't know. I just don't – like, the Raiders in that time frame were scary. And and the Raiders were a big deal. I actually, that's that's one thing that I do remember from being a kid is – Getting into all of this, you know, getting into football and the Raiders being a big deal coming out of the 90s, you know? Oh,
2: they were, the Raiders oh, were mean. Light.
1: The Raiders were mean. Yeah. That it was, it was, it was scary. There was something scary about the Raiders. Like, you just knew, like, those dudes are kind of badass. You knew they were going to
2: yeah. hit you hard and you knew their fans might jump you after
1: yeah terrifying environment to play in the Raiders environment was so scared of playing one of the most intense teams in the league at that time man the 90s were wild in general though but <laughs> <laughs> most of know, the teams out there were pretty scary
3: I feel like <laughs> they're kind of bringing that back a little bit a little bit more of that smash mouth football that they used to have going on
2: that's Gruden in there I mean yeah
3: exactly you got that man Gruden taking over,
2: <laughs> old school type man. Is an old school bring, type man. To bring it back, exactly. He's coming back. He wants. He knows what he won. Won with, and he sees what the NFL has become, and he knows that it's time for that smash mouth run game again, man. It and
1: it is definitely making turn.
2: He's got the man like he sees it. it, and he's coming in with it, yeah. and that's why the Raiders are just. They're gonna be exciting again
3: now. You need to go back to that Tom Flores era of, of Raiders football. And
1: the Old wrong. school smash yeah, mouth. Um <laughs> I don't
0: think
3: I don't I don't I don't think
1: I don't think Gruden cares and I don't think Adele has much of a choice. You have to I mean you'd have to really, really titify the run game. And it's very hard to titify that run game because if you do, you're basically not even letting them play anymore. Yeah. This this yeah. sounds it sounds kind of weird to say, but there's yeah there's uh, there's definitely pretty receivers out there, but I can't really think of any pretty running backs. Um, there's only one running back in history that comes to my brain that I think of as pretty to watch him run, and It was Walter Ooh, Payton. Walter Payton, but. I mean, for the most part, a running back has to be able to run between the lines, and he's got to be able to take a lick, even if he's a smaller dude. Christian McCaffrey is elusive and fast, and just like Alvin Kamara, and they're receiving backs technically, but neither one of them really are pretty to watch. They're both fun to watch, but they're both tough as nails. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, they they pinball they pinball through the defensive line. They're they're tough as nails. So they just stay up, you know, like. Ah. Um... Oh. Can't
1: nice. There you uh, go, Matt. Sanders. We, Barry running. Sanders. Barry Sanders. He stayed yeah. on his feet, man. Yeah. You know, the foot, Footwork
2: was just incredible.
1: I don't. I don't think Adele can do much about making the run game soft because the run game is between the tackles. And as we've talked about already, the big boys are the nastiest and most important men in the NFL. Literally
3: and you can't hitting hitting somebody every single play is
1: it's, it's two two mass forces of man and you're gonna ram them into each other every single play
2: yeah throw the other yeah. one to the ground see how that yeah goes. what do you
1: what do you change about that you can't really change anything about that
2: only um, your hands can touch you know dude. Play patty
1: cake play patty cake Matt. that's exactly what i hikes, you gotta do
2: rock paper scissors whoever wins the other one sits down the other one sits down sorry <laughs> he, I did rock, rock that time <laughs> thought he was coming with a power move he came with a finesse move and I, I fucked up
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright well, that's
2: all, about all we got time for
0: today man that's our hall of fame class we hope you enjoyed this episode we'll be back Here. next
2: week this is what do we know like subscribe give our Instagram snapchat Twitter follow them all one more time from the four of us
1: we appreciate St. y'all listening man And this right.
2: is... are we are
1: we are we let's go
3: bye
1: have a good